0: Welcome back to another episode of the Transform Your Life podcast. I'm Angela Haug, founder of the international online coaching business, Team Ange. I'm an expert in building muscle and losing fat, a natural figure and fitness pro athlete with the UFE, and a lover of everything personal development. I'm a mom, a businesswoman. Most days, I just feel like a hot mess trying to keep it all together. I spent the first two decades of my life overweight, tired, hating vegetables and living off Pepsi. I got sick and tired of feeling tired every day and decided to transform my life. This fitness and nutrition podcast is dedicated to educating and empowering listeners on all things training, nutrition and personal development. I'm on a mission to help you improve your body, achieve your goals, Live a confident and fulfilled life stepping into your full potential. So let's help you transform physically and mentally to a person that's been hiding underneath all along. Let's do it. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode. So today's hot topic is meal plans versus flexible dieting. We are going to be going into pros and cons of meal plans, who they're good for, when they should be used, and really just give you guys some great tools so that you know should you try to lose fat with a meal plan approach or Is flexible dieting a better route for you, okay? So this is a very common question that I get all of the time. What is the best way to lose fat, okay? And the common consensus around meal plans is that there's going to be this magic food or this combination of food that if you eat every day, you're going to get the best physique possible. You're going to lose weight and there's going to be this magical transformation that happens just because you're on a meal plan. I'm going to be the bearer of bad news to let you know that that is not the case. That has been debunked with science and there's not going to be like a combination of foods that's going to get you lean or get you the body that you're after. And in today's conversation, I really want to talk about how you can come up with a nutrition strategy that's going to be sustainable for you. Okay? So, Today, pros and cons of meal plans. That is what I'm breaking down for you. We're gonna talk about whether your goals are fat loss or muscle gain, this is going to be applicable. But step number one is really talking about what is the hierarchy when it comes to nutrition, okay? So a hierarchy is really just like this pyramid. And before we move up a level, we gotta make sure that we've taken care of the things beneath it. So at the bottom of the hierarchy is gonna be the thing that matters most, and once we've mastered that level, then we can move on to the next level of the pyramid, okay? So number one is going to be calculating accurate energy needs, and this is really Figuring out how many calories you got to be eating to get to your goal, okay? No matter who you are, what you do for a day job, how big or small you are, really, if you take in more energy from food than what you expend, you are going to gain weight. So when you're figuring out your calories, it is a little bit of a guessing game. Your body is going to show you, are you losing weight? Are you gaining weight? And if you're taking in less food and expending more, then you're going to see that you're getting... That drop on the scale, you're going to see that things are moving, right? So really that first step is figuring out what is going to be the appropriate calorie amount for you to be able to get to those goals. And that's going to be number one when it comes to determining your nutrition strategy, okay? So think back to when you first started your health and fitness journey, whenever that may have been, okay? So most of us probably went and focused on what should I eat before the workout? What should I eat after a workout? What supplements do I need to be taking? What fat burners are going to get me the best results? And really, we're going to talk about nutrient timing and supplements, but they are at the top of the pyramid, okay? So it's really, really important that we make sure calories are going to be number one. We're going to dive into nutrient timing and supplements, but we got to take care of everything else first, okay? So calculating your energy requirements accurately, seeing if your body is losing weight or gaining weight, depending on what it is that you're after, that is number one, okay? Now, number two is going to be determining your eating behaviors and preferences for certain foods. You know, there are going to be foods that you love and foods that you hate. Okay, so this comes down to: Do you like to eat meat? Do you like to eat vegetables? Do you like to have high-fat foods? Do you like to have high-carb foods? Right. So a successful diet is really one that you can stick to long-term. So some people totally love carbs, right? Some people totally love fats. So. I also think it's really important to set up your nutrition strategy, basing it around the foods that you love. And that's where meal plans can sometimes not set you up for success, right? Maybe you get a meal plan from a coach or you find one online and it's really just eat this, eat this, eat this, and maybe you hate all of those things and there's no sustainability to that, right? So number two is designing a nutrition strategy that is built around the things that you like, the preferences that you have, and really making sure that that is the way that your nutrition is designed. Not that you're trying to fit into a cookie-cutter meal plan that you think is going to work for everybody. It's determining what is going to be the best way for you to eat that's going to be sustainable long-term. So that is number two. Number three is going to be figuring out your macronutrient ratios and that's how much protein, carbs, and fats are going to be coming from your diet. So determining that once you already have your calories and your eating behaviors established. Number Four is going to be your micronutrients and fiber. So, I like to describe this with the metaphor of building a house. Vitamins and minerals are like the mortar when building a house, right? Sure, you can stack the bricks together and the house still stands, but without the mortar, you really don't have a very sturdy home, right? So, we really want to make sure that your micronutrients, your vitamins, your minerals, your fiber is taken care of, that you're pooping, your pooping, your digestion is all good to go. And that is the next level of the pyramid. The next step of the pyramid is nutrient timing. This is pre-workout, post-workout, timing when your carbohydrates are being consumed and when your protein is being consumed. But again, you got to make sure you take care of everything else first and then... Very top of the pyramid is going to be supplements. And really, honestly, this is really, it's unfortunate, but a lot of people waste a lot of money on supplements thinking that they are going to be the magic key that's going to all of a sudden get them this amazing result. And unfortunately, you're just kind of pissing your money away unless you have taken care of everything else. So again, number one is going to be your calories. Number two is your eating behaviors and preferences. Number three is your macros. Number four is your micronutrients and fiber. Then the last two are going to be your nutrient timing, so when you're consuming certain foods. And then last is going to be supplementation, okay? So that is how you create a nutrition strategy that is going to be successful. Now, meal plans or macros both can have components of all of that, a meal plan is one of the many ways that you can achieve your physique goals or achieve your body composition goals. Yes, it can be successful, but it's one of those things where there is also this amazing option that is called flexible dieting, and I love teaching people about it because it really opens this whole world of foods. So you don't have to be as strict and rigid, okay? So when it comes to meal plans, I really think one of the benefits that they provide is they help you remain consistent with your dietary intakes if you stick to it. So yeah, if you're not jumping from one fad diet to another fad diet, meal plans really can create consistency where you're eating the right foods that are going to create great results for your body. As long as they are set up that they're in a caloric deficit, if fat loss is going to be your goal, okay. So that that's one of the big keys. If you feel if you're somebody who can stick to a meal plan, then I think that can they can be incredibly successful. Another big pro to them is how much time they can save, right? A structured meal plan can really free up your available time when compared to other dieting strategies, so like macro counting and calorie counting, flexible dieting, right? Not having to track means that you don't have to put it into um, a MyFitnessPal or figure out what your meals are going to be to hit specific targets. Instead, your meals are going to be all laid out and ready to go for you. For those that are new to dieting, There's also that barrier to entry, that tracking macros and hitting your targets like your carbs, your fats, and your proteins on a consistent basis is something that you're going to have a little bit of a learning curve to, right? It's a little bit overwhelming, and it can be highly time-consuming until you learn how to do it quickly, until you've developed a database. So... It is one of those things that can save time. You're able to just go in the kitchen, you do all of your meal prep, you're ready to rock and roll, and that's one of the big pros of having a meal plan laid out for you. Another big positive about meal plans is there can often be a lot less wasted food because you've already determined, okay, this is the meals that I'm going to have breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. So you are going to go to the grocery store, you're going to purchase that amount of food and you're going to have it all laid out for you, right? So that can be something that can also save you money and have less food food waste. And that kind of ties into my next point, which is meal plans can also help you with budgeting if you know specifically exactly what you're going to have because you know that those are the meals for the week. It can help you save money, right? So often if we're not having a plan for the week, we can buy a bunch of fresh food and we can have all these great ideas of how we're going to work it into our nutrition strategy, but sometimes it goes past due, we end up throwing it out. So that's another big pro when it comes to meal plans that can really be helpful. Now the next point I want to talk about is customized meal plans versus your cookie cutter meal plans, okay? So, The majority of meal plans that I prepare for my clients are tailored. They're going to be specific. They're gonna be built around the food preferences of the client. They're gonna have recipes worked in that the client has requested, so they wanna have lasagna that week, so I'm going to put that into there for them. And really, meal plans can be fully customized depending on the coach that you work with, and this will often increase the likelihood of you adhering to it, right? So if you're working with a great coach, Coach that's putting together customized meal plans for you each week. Isn't having you eat the same shit week after week after week. There can be a really good benefit of somebody doing that for you, right? They're figuring out the math. They're figuring out all of that. And if it's a highly qualified coach that you're working for, they're going to make sure that they make adjustments to your calories and adjustments to your macros as they see fit. As long as you are adhering to them, and that seems to be a really great strategy. Um, tailored meal plans and customized meal plans really can be an excellent choice if you're with a good coach. The downside is that, unfortunately, not all meal plans are tailored around your food preferences. Honestly, I've been there and I know so many people that have been there that they get their meal plan from a coach and it is literally like a cookie cutter diet, the same shit as everybody It can have a bunch of foods you don't like, foods that you're unfamiliar with, things that don't agree with your digestive system. Sometimes it could tell you to eat at weird times throughout the day. And really, then you know that the meal plan hasn't been designed to fit your life. It hasn't been designed around your food preferences, right? And that's where really a meal plan isn't going to be sustainable, you might be able to stick to it for a little bit, but you know that the coach hasn't taken the time to put together a meal plan that is going to be really designed around you, okay? So if you get a cookie cutter meal plan or you find one online, chances are that it's not going to be ideal for you. And even if it works for a short period of time, It's probably not going to work for a long period of time. So that's just one of those things to consider that not all meal plans are the same. You do want to um, work with somebody that's going to customize them if you're going that route versus getting something that's going to be cookie cutter. Pretty much everybody can recognize a cookie cutter meal plan if it's like chicken, broccoli, sweet potato. Maybe you're eating that multiple times a day. can be like oats, egg whites. Like the typical bodybuilder eat these certain meals Um, this amount of times throughout the day. So anywho, that is just my two cents on that in terms of meal plans. Uh, So if you are going the meal plan route, there are the pros that come alongside it. Just make sure that you go with a great coach. Okay. And now to talk about the cons. Okay. So when it comes to the cons of meal plans, one of the big cons of them is that they require adjustments often, to continue to get progress. So you will get stagnant, especially if you're eating a lot of the same foods. You're gonna need those adjustments on a regular basis. You're gonna need the meal plan to switch up often because your body's gonna adapt. You might lose a couple of pounds, but then it's going to get stagnant. So you kinda always need new meal plans to continue to see results. So it's one of those things where, again, you could have an ongoing relationship with a coach, but you can find one online and maybe your body responds really well temporarily, but then you kind of get stuck and you're not able to get past that point. And that's where metabolic adaptation has happened within the body. So that's one of the big cons that I see in relation to a meal plan approach. Now, another thing that can happen is with meal plans, you may just get a meal plan. You may have told a coach, or you may have went into a calculator and you got a certain amount of calories. And perhaps you gain weight. Your goal was to lose weight, and maybe you gained weight, and that is just because you didn't establish where your calories needed to be before you got started with it. So a lot of meal plans, either things that you can find online or even in books, if they haven't taken into account where your metabolism is right now, you're not going to be able to put together a meal plan that creates the energy needs that are going to adapt over time. So sometimes you can even get that adverse reaction where you're gaining weight versus losing weight, which can, again, be very frustrating. So well, that's one thing to consider. And that really ties into my next point, and that is really that meal plans are not going to accommodate an adaptive metabolism. So what's going to happen is you maybe lose a couple of pounds, and after a short period of time, your metabolism is going to adapt, where your calories consumed and your energy that's being expended is equivalent. So a one-off meal plan is not going to be able to continue to get results for you. Again, you're going to get a new meal plan, and you're going to have to um, get something that's at a lower calorie consumption so that you can continue to see results. So Who do meal plans work best for? So I really think that meal plans are typically well implemented for those that are regimented schedules, are able to stick to a plan pretty consistently, and their day doesn't vary all too much. Now, for somebody who is extremely busy or has an agenda that changes from one day to the next, maybe they travel for work or they're not able to reheat meals or those kind of things, like they struggle with the refrigerating, the transporting, the reheating of food. If that is something that um, is a challenge for you, then perhaps meal plans might not be the best route because you may be more apt to be grabbing a lunch Meal with co workers or something like that. Okay. So, those are just some considerations when you're thinking about it. And, like I was kind of talking about before, if, if you're working with a good coach and they're customizing it, then perhaps a meal plan could be a really good fit for you. But I really wanted to talk about why I personally love counting macros or flexible dieting as being a better next step for a lot of clients. So a lot of clients, they'll they'll hire me and they'll say, hey, you know what, really, I want you to just figure out all my meals for me. And that is a great starting ground for them. But I love to get clients to a place where they feel really confident with flexible dieting. And they're at a place where they can make their own food decisions and really be able to hit their macro targets with some flexibility. So For me, I personally love food. I enjoy trying new things as often as I can. And the thought of having to use a meal plan and consume the same foods every day or even every couple of days in order to get to my body composition goals, um, I've tried it and I can't stick to it long term. I always fail. And I know a lot of the people that I work with, they say the same thing. They can do the meal plan for a certain period of time. But eventually, they want to get to a place where they can go out for lunch with friends. They want to be able to have the glass of wine. They want to be able to have different meals from day to day, create variety within the family environment, and do all of that with confidence okay so that's why I really think flexible dieting is a great place to head to it's a great way so that you can create sustainable fat loss you can have lots of food flexibility lots of variety I love using it for most of my contest prep I know when I get down to the end I don't want to have to think about my meals so I'll put together a meal plan for myself that has a lot of the same foods just because I don't want to waste that mental energy but uh When you go through a contest prep or a fat loss period and you haven't ate the same foods all the time, I really think you can create this end of the diet period of not feeling as though you've missed out on the pizza and the cupcakes and all of the other delicious things because you can work in all of those items throughout the process, right? You can find creative ways to put meals together. You can Put lots of different fruits, vegetables, protein sources, meals that are eating out, and really be able to get fantastic results. Now, there is that learning curve. There is the process of using food scales and measuring your food. But... Those habits and those behaviors are something that can become very automatic once you've been doing it for an extended period of time. Once you get tracking in MyFitnessPal, it will create a database for you so that you can continually use some of those same foods and have easy access to them. And so those are just some of the main reasons why I think flexible dieting can be so beneficial once you're able to get over that learning curve of um, maybe having a couple customized meal plans first getting a feel of what are carbs, fats, and proteins, getting a feel of foods that you like, um, and going from there. Now, I just wanted to end today's chat by saying that in my experience as a coach, really meal plans only work effectively for a very, very small amount of people. And these are really just your subset of people that are highly regimented. They may follow the meal plan, but they're not going to do it long term and they do eventually get to flexible dieting. So maybe you're listening to this particular episode and maybe you're thinking to yourself, yeah, you know what, I wanna give flexible dieting try. I'm kind of interested. I did a full podcast episode all with an introduction to flexible dieting, talking about macros, talking about getting started, giving you guys the tools and the outline of what you need to do to be successful with flexible dieting. But honestly, I just from my own personal experience working with so many people, it is really a fantastic end goal to get to, especially for sustainable results that you want to um, keep long term. So that is it for today's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed learning more about both. I have one super special announcement to end today's episode And that is to let you know that we are down to our last couple spots for the Team and training camps. And I've decided that what we're going to do is we're going to offer a discount code for the entire month of August. We want to make sure we sell out. We want to make sure that if you're listening to this episode or you're following us on social media and you really want to get out to our epic weekend getaway that you are there. So we are going to offer $50 off if you go to teamandtrainingcamps.com and use the discount code AUGUST at checkout. So that's AUGUST as in the month, AUGUST, and you can use that all the way until the end of the month. When the month wraps up, you'll no longer be able to get that discounted rate, but this is going to be a 2 day empowering weekend that is going to totally transform your life. I cannot wait to meet so many of you in person, be able to hug you and experience just this soul moving weekend where we talk training, nutrition, we get really deep in meaningful conversations and we have an opportunity to bond with sisters, like-minded, kick-ass women, and I just can't wait. So anyways, registration is closing soon. I hope that you have an opportunity to join us. Once again, you're going to save some money by heading on over to TrainingCamps.com. Use the discount code AUGUST, and there is only a couple spots left, so I hope if this resonates that you head on over there now so that I can see you in September. Lots of love. Bye. Guys, I'm on a really big mission here and I want to transform one million lives, but I need your help. I can't do it alone. I want you to take this episode, share it with just one person. Maybe it's a friend or a family member or maybe a co-worker. Just one person who could really benefit from the information in this week's episode or perhaps a previous episode. That is how we create impact. That is how we get this movement going. That's how we take people from feeling tired and just not having a fulfilled life, and we put them into fulfilling their full potential. So I challenge you guys to share this with just one person. It would mean the world to me. And as always, head on over to iTunes, subscribe so that you never miss an episode. They come out every single Thursday. That is my commitment to all of you guys so that you guys can continually grow, expand, and fulfill your full potential. Have a great week. We'll catch you next time. Lots of love, Ange.